0: Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Sacrifice or blessing? Today, we're going to talk about babies and what to do with them. There is truth and there are false ideas and practices about children. Let us determine what is right. From the dawn of human history, we hear the very clear instruction of God on the matter. When he made the first human couple, he entrusted them with a critical and important responsibility. Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth. Genesis 1 verse 28. God had just done the most remarkable and amazing feature of creation. He made a man and a woman the centerpiece of the creation of the world he did not snap fingers and humans appeared nor did he wake up one morning and humans turned up god was intentional when he made humans in his image and in his likeness and with purpose to fill the earth in other words This most important act of making humans that only God can do, he then entrusted that sacred responsibility to humans to continue what he had started. What a tremendous assignment that God chose not to be making humans on a daily basis, but to invite the first humans to start something great, an activity which would continue forever. Have babies. And keep on having babies and fill up the earth. Wow, God, that was awesome. So does that mean that God left it entirely to humans to do whatever? Absolutely not. Psalm 127 says, Children are a heritage from the Lord. Offspring a reward from him this great god did not abandon the business of human life but in fact retained his role as the maker and giver of life we humans simply became minor participants in the business of the birth of children for you created my inmost being Psalm 139 verses 13 through 16. What an exciting reality! A combination of God and man engaging in the continuation of life. We know that it is his desire to see babies being born, and we know that he has empowered humans to actively participate in this enterprise, and we know that God has not changed his mind on the first commandment to humans to be fruitful and multiply you see where i am trending and i'm not going to disappoint sometime later even before the first result of making a human being satan invaded the earth realm and convinced humans to sin against god the result was that death came on them and on the earth They died spiritually by no longer having personal relationship with God. And that became the reality of every human being. Therefore, just as through one man, sin entered the world and death through sin. And thus death spread to all men because all have sinned. Romans 5 and verse 12. Follow me, please. Because the original pair sinned, the punishment was death. Hence the cycle of birth and death. We get sick, we suffer, we have hardships, we die, all because of the consequence of the sin of the first couple in the Garden of Eden. But God has never changed his mind about being fruitful and multiply. In other words, despite the appearance of sin on the human stage, that has never changed god's mind and he still wants us to have babies and fill up the earth so hear me and hear me well when we do an abortion when we sacrifice infants on the altar of religious practices we are directly violating god's principles if god is still in the business of forming babies in his image and in his likeness and he has not taken away our role in the creation of humans then by whose authority do we interrupt a pregnancy through abortion? In the same context, what gives us the right, civilized or barbaric, to abort a child, to offer a human baby to any God, deity, or cultural practice as a sacrifice? By the way, infant sacrifice still goes on in some parts of the world. We grieve God. We offend God. We violate the God-created order to replenish the earth. And we fool ourselves into thinking that we have the right to do such atrocious things. This This is not a political statement, my friend. This is straight Bible. The incontestable, unchanging word of God. So what then? This baby that is born is a gift from God, and he teaches us that we should consciously present that baby to him, asking him to bless this child, especially because we live in a planet that is still suffering the consequences of the first sin in the Garden of Eden mary and joseph honored that age-old teaching from the bible by taking jesus to the temple to ask the priest to pray a blessing over him and listen to this and the child grew and became strong he was filled with wisdom and the grace of god was on him luke 2 and verse 40. today some people sincerely take the infants to church to ask the pastor and by extension the congregation to pray over their children. This is more than a cultural practice or a social expectation. This is straight out of the Bible. We present our children to God ask him seek his blessing on our children and we do so because we know god and we know what he can do and when we do we are demonstrating faith in jesus to grant supernatural blessings on our children jesus loves the little children all the children of the world do not harm them when they are in the womb. Do not harm them after they are born. Don't abuse them sexually or otherwise. Don't neglect them. Don't pawn them off as commodities. Rather, give God thanks for each of them. Ask God to bless them. Provide a godly home for their upbringing. Teach them about God deliberately. Invite God daily to protect and provide for them. Do that And we will see continual blessings in the lives of the next generations. This is what God says. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. Isaiah 44 and verse 3.